Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is about storytelling. So I'm going to offer you my top 10 tips on the art and power and process, key skills, of storytelling. So tip number one, and this is about the context of storytelling. Uh, I think, and others do too, that storytelling is an absolutely key component of leadership and influence. If you want to be an effective leader, it's really helpful to be able to tell stories, to get your key messages across. And whether you're a leader or not, if you wish to influence others, then telling stories, which includes metaphors and analogies, then using them can be a very powerful way of connecting people to you and the key messages you want to get across. So tip number one, remember it's a key part of leadership and influence. Tip number two, people generally are hardwired to listen to stories. It's really important to recognise that. It's, it's an easy thing for an audience or a listener to do. And that's because over the years, over the centuries, we are hardwired to transmit information through storytelling. It's, it's been with us probably evolutionary longer than any other communication device. We tell stories. And that means that over the, over the centuries, over the years, we have come to expect and, and accommodate stories without really thinking too hard about it. They're just a natural way of passing and receiving information. So we don't have to be challenged by a story. We don't have to be thinking too hard about a story. We're in what I would call a relaxed state when storytelling takes place. So that leads really to tip number three. Because it's a convention, because it's something that we're very, very familiar and comfortable with, it makes, it makes listening to stories easy. There are certain expectations we have as listeners about stories, about their shape, their structure, uh, their components. And so if we can feed as storytellers the listeners with those expectations, those familiar, comfortable elements of storytelling, then people kind of sit back and just enjoy and relax. And what that really means is it's easy listening. And therefore, tip number four, this is where the power comes in, their defences are down. They're not really expecting to be challenged personally. Because storytelling isn't about them, it's about whoever the story's about. So it's what in NLP we would call an indirect way of getting our messages across. Because it's not about them, people don't feel threatened, they don't feel challenged, they don't even feel embarrassed. Imagine the story was all about you. You'd be a bit nervous about where the story was going or were people going to make points about you that you were uncomfortable with. So because it's about others, because it's about third parties, because it's about a story of others, we're really listening to a story that doesn't involve us in any element of the story. We're not on the stage, if you like. We're not associated with the, the story. We are watching it from an audience perspective, safely, securely in our own seats. And as a result, we're easily engaged and not overcritical of, of feeling defensive about, it's about me, it's about us. However, tip number six, sorry, tip number five, because their defences are down, because it's not about them, it's easier for them to make it about them. 
because the storyteller isn't making it about them, they're quite capable of making it about them themselves. So if you're telling a story about Jack and Jill going up the hill, for example, it's about Jack and Jill. But it's very common for the audience listening to, let's say, and I'm just using Jack and Jill, as they hear the story about Jack and Jill, they think, you know, that's like me. That's just like me. Yeah, I do that. And that's the power of storytelling. That's where it hits home. So the key skill required of a storyteller as a leader or as an influencer is to st tell stories that you want the audience to relate to them. You don't make the connection. You just tell the story. It's the audience that makes the connection because you're not insisting on that connection or driving that connection. You're just telling a story. But the fact that it resonates to the audience is the killer blow. So you have to tell stories that have resonance for your audience so that you are hoping, possibly even expecting, that they will make the connection between the story and themselves. So that's where the power lies. So tip number six, what are these components? And I'm just going to run through them uh, to, to give you uh, what I think are the main components. So if you want to tell a story and create one for yourself, here are some of the things you need to consider. So tip number six is it has to have some kind of structure, usually a narrative. This happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this happens. Easy to follow. A beginning, a middle, and an end. That's tip number six have a clear, strong narrative or structure. Tip number seven, it has to have some key players, key participants in the story. Um, at its simplest level, somebody representing good and somebody representing evil. It could even be, you know, boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl back. You know, those kind of traditional players. So good and evil, boy, girl, whoever. Um, often a character that's mysterious that just gets introduced and you're not really clear what their role is, but you hang on in there listening to the story and the appearance from time to time of the mysterious other who will possibly act in some a fairly crucial way in the story at some point. And then there are you know, comedy players, there are um, relatives, uh, uh, people with particularly strong characteristics. That's the other po point about the players. They have to have key characteristics that you can identify with. You know, not just good and evil, but this person is principled, this person likes spending money, this person is emotional, this person is highly rational. So you give them a clear um, character uh, and characteristics, uh, including, of course, weaknesses as well as strengths, so we can uh, empathise with them. Uh, and that leads to tip number eight, which is empathy. In order for the story to be successful, the audience have to empathise with something in the story. Now, very often, it's one or more of the characters, the key players, or it might be with situations. Because you want the audience to say, oh, he or she is like me, or I am like him or her. That's empathy with the characters. Or, yep, I've been in that situation. I know what it's like to be there. In which case, there's empathy with the situation the context. So the story to be effective has to generate empathy in the audience with either the characters or the situation or of course both. A tip number nine, it has to have some kind of plot or purpose. You know, why am I listening to this? What's it going to 
deliver for me? What's the end point going to be? What's the punchline? So any effective story has to have some kind of purpose, which may only be revealed at the end. But it has to have some kind of closure, some kind of ending, some possible moral, some that, you know, the moral of the story is. And sometimes that's very, very clear, and sometimes the audience has to work it out for themselves. And of course, one of the benefits of allowing the audience to work out the moral of the story, the purpose of the story, is that it applies to them. It therefore becomes personal. So they transfer the general story into something purposeful and meaningful for them. So there's, there's quite a good case to say, leave the, the, make the ending clear, resolve the story into some kind of completion, but leave it open as to what the moral of the story is. Because being open allows the listener to fill in for themselves what they think the moral of the story is. And so tip number nine is where to go for some really good examples of this. And I'm an absolute fan of TED Talks. And if you probably Google any of the, the mainstream uh, TED Talks, the, the top 10 or 20, you'll hear them telling stories. You'll hear, for instance, Steve Jobs and his uh, Stanford address tell stories. Tell stories about himself. Um, Ken Robinson, uh, absolutely brilliant, um, the schools kill creativity. Uh, tell stories um, about himself and about others. Um, really good story about um, one of his great friends, Gillian, uh, who's a, a world-class and uh, very wealthy a dance uh, instructor. Great story in there. Um, the power of storytelling, very, very powerful. And Ben Zander, I'm a big fan of Ben Zander's um, The Transformative Power of Classical Music. It's not really about classical music at all. It is, but it's about a lot more. And just listen to the way he tells the stories in, in, in his 20-minute uh, presentation. So tip number nine is, is access the TED Talks if you want to find out what great storytelling is, is is as a demonstrated art. They are great practitioners of storytelling. And tip number 10, a little plug actually, I have written a book which is available uh, online if you would like to order it uh, called Are You Sitting Comfortably? And it's 52 stories that I've written, uh, all from my personal experience. Uh, so there's one there per week as it were. And they're only a page and a half and I tell the story and then I draw down some conclusions, some morals for, for modern managers as to how that story might help them uh, in their role as a modern manager. So if you would like a copy, a free copy, electronically, then just send me an email and I'll send a copy to you. My email is arnie, A-R-N-I-E, at Effective Connect, all one word, E-F-F-E-C-T-I-V-E-C-O-N-N-E-C-T, dot co dot U-K. So arnie, at effectiveconnect.co.uk and just say, uh, can I have the um, Are You Sitting Comfortably book and I'll send it to you. Okay, so that's arnie at effectiveconnect.co.uk and just ask for the Sitting Comfortably book. So that's it for this week. I hope you found something useful there. And once again, thanks for listening. Bye.